Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, good afternoon, my friend. You know, I love that intro music. Don't you love that? Isn't it just special? Isn't it, it special? Is the, it is uh, for everyone who, please, eight, the 1812 Overture, that's Mr. Chayefsky. Tchaikovsky, yes. excuse me, Tchaikovsky. who wrote that, yes. uh, one of his most famous compositions. So love to I hear hope that. you enjoy our theme music to get you in the mood. Um, Frank, hope you're doing well. Doing it's, well, um, thank you, my friend. Yeah, doing well. How about yourself? How, how are things all, up doing there? Okay. And, uh, I heard you were, so, you, were, you, were, you were saying just before we went on air that you were at Costco this morning. How did I, I survived the Costco, the Costco madness. Yeah. Um, I did hear one or two words of English um, yeah. mixed in with uh, all the other languages of the world. So nice. um, it's uh, sort of, I, I always think of it as like, you know, I'm going in, I'm going, it's, it's almost like you're prepared for battle, put on my oh, helmet, yeah. uh, I'm totally. ready to go. And Homeless Central there too, right? They're doing very well yeah, up there. Yeah, we got it all that and the, the highest gas prices in the country. So yeah, good for good. us. Yeah. Um, hey, there's some troubled waters out there. We got a lot to get to some real heavy, heavy subjects here. So uh, number one on the uh, the hit parade is what's going on in Ukraine, obviously. Obviously, yeah. So uh, that's occupying everybody's attention now that we can um, sweep the floor of COVID because magically it no longer exists. From one emergency to another, Dave. Yeah, and that's uh, that's for the Democrats. They love it. Um, they love when they can move from one disaster to another because then they can pretend to the world that hey, we know what we're doing. We're in charge here, even though they are completely clueless. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about an embarrassment. Talk about an embarrassment watching that uh, the cackling Kamala over there oh, my in, Lord. A, in the most serious of times. Um, she's an embarrassment. Yeah. She's a fool. Yeah. Um, and just uh, the whole Biden administration is foolish. And it just I, I'm, I'm having a quick flashback to when they first got in. Oh, the adults are back in charge now. Oh, really? Yeah. You, you senseless morons. Um, Dude, our fourth string uh, is better than their yeah. their tier one players. I mean, it's and just it's, she is so embarrassing. And so you know, one of the most important things for any president, and another reason to, to applaud Trump, because he's used to dealing with hundreds of people in various positions for his last 30 years of his life. Yeah. It's your team and, and you're like the quarterback. It's like yeah. being it's like, uh, you know, Bob Greasy from the Miami Dolphins, the only team to go undefeated still. Yeah. He was no Joe Montana or Terry Bradshaw. He knew his limitations, but totally. guess what? He had an uh, he knew how to field his team. Totally, yeah. Bannon talks about that all the time on War Room. Field the best possible team. Talk to people who have expertise beyond what you have. I mean, you don't. We don't know it all, right? I mean, Kamala Harris. Look at this woman. I mean, toes up, heels up, Harris. Look how she got to where she got to. Just ask Willie, whatever his name was in Willie San Francisco. Brown. Willie Brown. That's how she became Attorney General in California. And she's got those ginormous teeth of hers going. But, you know, all personal uh, slights aside, the word salad, Dave, that she Ooh, had it, it, in front of it. In fact, the Polish uh, uh, top anchor in Poland saw this word salad come out of her mouth and said, what the hell is this? Who the hell is this? What is she right. doing here? Get rid of her. Saudi Arabia. Abu Dhabi, they won't return our phone calls. Dave, she, I'm not sure if you saw this. She actually, thought, she thought that Ukraine was part of NATO. So she pledged the U.S. support to defend Ukraine's uh, NATO alliance. Oh, Lord. Uh, hello, Kamala, they're not part of NATO. That's kind of mm-hmm. why we're having this conversation. Oh, it's a, it just, I, I just keep, it's, it's an embarrassment. So and here we are, how things are now. We're now, it seems like it's been going on for months, but it's less than three weeks, yeah. the, uh, the invasion. So the Ukrainians are hanging tough. They are getting um, some munitions and a lot of support. So as we yeah. said last yeah. week, yeah. Putin's already lost this war politically. Yeah. He's having you know all the companies now that comprise actually civilization in Russia. I mean, 
what's in Russia that they actually created that is doing well for them? Nothing. They, they take everything yeah. from us. So McDonald's is out of there. IBM's out of there. All the banks are out of there. Deutsche yeah. Bank, B of A, they're all yeah. out of they there. They can't use the SWIFT system. We devalued yeah. the ruble. Right. The ruble has lost a fourth of its value in the last two weeks. Uh, and by the way, we didn't even do that to Nazi Germany. And here we are. This We're doing this to Russia now against an attack on a non-NATO country, arguably a non-strategic country in the big picture for the United States versus, say, China, which is an existential threat. And we're basically demolishing them in every non-kinetic way we can. Kinetic meaning, you know, hand-to-hand combat kind of thing. Well, obviously, and the best thing for us to do is do anything, you know, short of stepping our foot in there and doing the no-fly zone right. nonsense. So, right. And you know what? Uh, the Ukrainians are very, they're very patriotic. So we're looking yeah. at now, they're saying 10,000 Russian dead. Yeah. And you know what? Most of these guys are very young. You think the typical Russian that's about 20, 21 years old, yeah. whether he's uh, in the armed forces or not, believes in any of this nonsense? No, yeah. they just want to be on TikTok, eating yeah. McDonald's yeah. and having their Stoli's vodka. Well, let me pick up on the TikTok piece first. Remind me to come back on the TikTok piece, Dave, in a second. I want to make a couple of points here. So one, in terms of the lust for war and the political and the corporate war machine in the United States, do you know 42 GOP senators, let me repeat that, 42 GOP senators signed a document yesterday, including Mitch McConnell, the Senate, Senate leader, to, send, to call on Joe Biden to send MIGs to Ukraine to bomb the Russians. OK, so are, are, do we really want to get into a kinetic war with the Russians over there on a non-NATO, non-strategic country? No, that would be stupid. Uh, but the war machine, the, the, the Boeing, the McDonnell Douglas, the Raytheon, the political class, the, the Klaus Schwab, the, the, the Davos class, they want us in this war big time. And Dave, that's why you're not going to, I'm not sure if you saw this yesterday. This is unbelievable, by the way, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And I called out TikTok two years ago, when we, about a year and a half ago, when we first started this podcast, I won't let my kids see TikTok, nothing. Chinese Communist Party, again, it's information warfare controlled by the PLA and the CCP. And that's what they use TikTok for. So Dave, yesterday, uh, they called in the 30 top TikTok uh, social leaders. What do you call them? Uh, influencers, social influencers, influencers on sure. TikTok. They were brought in, Dave, for a briefing at the White House, Dave, with no. the national, yes, with the national security team. I didn't see Mitt Romney being brought in. I didn't see our senators brought in, Marco Rubio. I didn't see uh, the leaders of Congress being brought in. But Dave, the national security team, of Biden and Kamala and, and, and Nancy Pelosi and the whole crew brought in the 30 top TikTok social influencers <laughs> there we go. to give them talking points sure. about the Ukrainian war. Dave, where I feel we? so much more assured now. Gosh, oh. I can sleep better at night now. And I guarantee you, 99% of America don't know this, right? I mean, this is why we do the show. This is why we do this kind of stuff. No, thank so people you. can get aware point. of this I, kind of stuff. Even, that was below my radar too. Because it is just like, to me, that is just... I mean, that is the level at which we're operating. And I'm, I'll draw a more important point and a distinction that that completely defines the true alliance between the Biden, the Biden crime family, Hunter, et cetera, and the Chinese Communist Party and the CCP and everything that Hunter Biden has done, the whole, all of it, they are in tank, in the tank with the CCP, right? So that, that is part of that unholy alliance, right? 
And does the CCP uh, undercover have Russia's back on this? Well, of course they do, right? I mean, that's right. why Biden before, I'm sorry, that's why uh, Putin before the war, I, nobody reported on this, it's absolutely happened. Uh, Putin traveled to Beijing to meet with Xi, President Xi, and basically asked for permission. He said, don't, don't screw with, I'm going to go into Ukraine, just want to give you a heads up. Uh, is that basically okay? So this has been uh, Putin's been thinking about this for years, obviously. A long time. The, Dave, the yes. trigger. There were a couple of trigger points, uh, which we've kind of uh, touched on. One was uh, Biden's inept weakness, right? Uh, specifically Afghanistan. Right. That just shows you that he's just a, a paper nothing. Hundred percent. And two, Blinken, who's a, a fool, our Secretary totally. of State. Yeah. In November, okay, just oh wow, four months ago, he he made some ridiculous comments about Russia about mounting an invasion in, in Ukraine and basically yeah. was gave a false impression to the Ukrainians. Hey, we got your back. We're going to help you get into NATO. Yeah. It was a ridiculous speech. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if he was trying to be, a, he was probably trying to be a tough guy, but you don't, that, that is Putin's number one fear is yeah. to have Ukraine be part of NATO and part of EU. That's a no go zone for Putin. All right. right? right. So that was uh, talk about stepping in it so that that didn't help. And then all of a sudden um, our oil, uh, you know, Biden, Biden had cut off our, all of our oil and energy supply. And all of a sudden, uh, Putin's in the driver's seat. Yeah. You know, when, when, he, when the price of oil triples from 40 yeah. to 120, it, less than a year, hey, here comes the war machine. Now Putin's got money and he, and, he, and he goes in right after the Olympics. Sure, sure. And no, exactly, Dave. And, and I'll take it one step further. And of course, you know, the, the world as they should be are very, very worried about the Chinese Communist Party and Taiwan. And, you know, what you said at the opening is absolutely correct. The, the not just perceived weakness, we are weak. We, we, we are right right now as we speak. And I hate to say this because I as, as you are, I'm a true patriot. We are in a nation uh, that is not in ascension. China, the Chinese Communist Party, China is a nation in ascension right now. We are being we are perceived as weak and feeble and unable to respond and full of word salad talking points led by Biden and this ridiculous, illegitimate regime that is not uh, the government. And Dave, I, I'll be very honest with you. I am very, very concerned to the point where I'm actually uh, uh, telling friends if they have relatives in Taiwan to be prepared to get them out within yeah. 24 hours. I really do think China is going to make a move on Taiwan. I don't know if it'll be in the next three months or next. I think it'll be in the next one to two years. 90% of the world's chips, Dave, come from Taiwan. Oh, yeah. So if you have a fridge or a car or anything that has electronics, it, it, it's a strategic pivot point. They want Taiwan so badly. And oh, they see the nice. window of, uh, they see their window of opportunity, Dave, closing rapidly because the, the midterms will completely flip to conservatives this November. And then, of course, the presidency will flip in 24. So their okay, window right, of opportunity right. is about 36 months, right? So they Are we talking yeah. about potato chips or microchips? I do, like, <laughs> I do like my Fritos and Lay's By the way, Sp- I'm glad you mentioned potato chips. We'll come to inflation later. But did you know that, for example, Doritos announced last week? This is obviously news below the level of what most people watch. Doritos is putting less chips in every bag, but charging the same price. I saw it very upsetting. Bounty oh. is putting less... Uh, rolls l- less paper towels on each roll, but charging the same price. So that all sounds funny, but here let me just explain it quickly for our viewer, our, our listeners, what that means. Same uh, lower cost of goods, right? For the manufacturer, they're putting less product in the bag, so to speak. They're keeping the same price or putting it higher, right? And so they make the same profit margin, but you pay more. You know what you call that, Dave? That's called inflation. That's called inflation. 
We love it. Hey, um, let's get back to the boots on the ground situation in Ukraine still. Right. Um, so as of now, because they are inept at the same time, but, you know, the, the Russians have always actually been quite inept at warfare. Right. They just throw bodies at things. Yeah. Uh, so they got that 40 mile uh, Russian convoy, which is basically gets stuck in the mud. They run out of gas. There's yeah. no food. There, That's right. There's some videos of some Russian soldiers passed out in, in busted liquor stores. They're yeah. just on the ground. They just they drink themselves into oblivion. Yeah. They're going to people's homes for food. They, they, can't, resu- they can't resupply the column. They're still 40 miles outside <laughs> right. Kiev and Odessa. They can't they can't even crack the major cities. So uh, and there is a lot of video coming out uh, now. And we also saw that horrific, obviously, that terrible, horrific video of that the Russians had bombed, yeah. bombed the hospital yeah. uh, with uh, babies and pregnant women and so on. Just uh, so obviously war crimes are going to be. But as brutal. we know, Dave, and having said that, yes, yeah. obviously terrible. But I just I will say that if you look back at the Syrian war, a number one strategy of Muslim terrorists is to hide those terrorists inside hospitals. That's just the number one strategy. They put bombs inside strollers. That's how they put, that's how they do it. They put, they put their, uh, their explosives inside maternity wards and hospitals. That, that's how they hide. So I wouldn't be, I'm not condoning what Russia did here, Dave. I'm just saying, you know, there, there could have been forces uh, that were stationed in or around that hospital. As we've said many times, I, I'm, I'm kind of neutral in, in many ways on this. Um, uh, Zelensky, brave in some respects, but a corrupt uh, a global commie in a, in a lot of other respects. Right. And I, 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 we just want things to end ASAP, and they're not going to as long as uh, our dunderheads in Western Europe are, are not doing the right thing. Yeah. So I do want to touch on something that we brought up that initially, of course, we were, it's another one of those, oh, it's a conspiracy theory that there's these uh, bio uh, research labs in Ukraine <laughs> right. that the U.S. is funding. And then they yeah. said- Yes, there is. Now it's not. But then just literally, we're taping this on March 12th, yeah. four days ago. Yeah, uh, They got um, one of our State Department officials. Frank, can you give me some details? Victoria Newland. Yes, Dave. Actually, I'll just, so I think it was two or three weeks ago. I don't know if we can claim broke the story, but Dave, you and I were right on top of this story. So I think it was two or three weeks ago in one of our podcasts where we started talking about the uh, the bioweapons research labs in the Ukraine Correct. funded by the United States government. Okay, fast forward, as you said, till four days ago, Marco, Senator Marco Rubio is questioning uh, Undersecretary of State for Ukraine, Victoria Newland. By the way, who's Ukrainian? Huh? Isn't that quite interesting? Hmm. Uh, and by the way, was Clinton's number one supporter to make Ukraine the slush fund that it is for the Clinton Global Initiative and, and so forth. So she is deep, 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 deep in the democratic, state. deep yeah. state. So she's talking, Dave, and you get this question. It's almost like uh, little, little Marco was given the question by the DOD or something. Anyways, very interesting. So we asked just sort of, uh, does the United States possess any uh, bioweapons, or chemical weapons capacity in Ukraine. And she's and she basically says uh, no to chemical weapons, but yes to, to the bio research labs. Yeah. And of course, every all of a sudden, boom, all the cameras focused. You could hear a pin drop on the Senate floor. Everybody's focused on this. Uh, so now fast forward about four days. It was all over Tucker Carlson, two nights in a row. It was all over, even the mainstream media is covering it now. Right. Dave, it's not just four labs in the Ukraine. 
the United States government is funding over 300 bio research weapons labs across the world. About 10 or 12 of them happen to be in the Ukraine. And this is not just some like Senegalese professor doing work on like uh, a common cold. Okay. This is, this is like level three BSL. Okay. Level three biosafety lab. This is what you have for COVID. Okay. This is what you have for, you know, the most egregious, the most scary of viruses that are out there. Oh, Dave, and what was that that happened about two years ago in that PLA lab in Wuhan, China? What was that mm, called again? Yeah. COVID, right, COVID. Mm. Oh, yeah, sure. It was it, Yeah, it actually happened in a food market two blocks away, my ass. So it happened in a PLA, a PLA lab funded by the United States government, which we've now proven, thanks to Rand Paul, beyond a shadow of a doubt, Correct. Fauci caught in a lie through a, a, a shadow 501c3. We Taxpayers funded that research in uh, Wuhan, and then it killed millions of people. We are, Dave, going to find out in the future. We are, we are funding. Taxpayers are funding those labs in the oh. Ukraine. And I don't know what we're going to find out, but, but they got to flush that shit down the toilet pretty fucking fast. This has been going on for decades, and it really is a black eye on this country. And obviously, Trump probably had no idea when he first came in and what to do about it. But I'll give Marco one bit of praise that he brought it up. But two, he had zero follow up. And right. some people thought he was just kind of uh, being kind of a, a, a you know, a, just a, a pansy for not right. being tough runner because you could tell she gently, the way she phrased it, yeah. it was as she was uh, stepping on eggs. Yeah. Um, and by the way, talk about unimpressive, this Victoria Newland. Oh. I wouldn't let her run a PTA meeting uh, selling <laughs> uh, donuts. And here she has this incredibly powerful position. Know, right? it's, it's, it's just pathetic how these people rise to the rank and, yeah. uh, of power and influence. It's, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. So, so, and it also, you know, the Russians always claim, we always, oh, the Russians are lying. Is there propaganda war? Guess, guess what? How that, now the Russians could say, Guess what? Now we know the United States right next door in Ukraine is funding these potentially power, you know, uh, uh, you know, could be potentially deadly sure. uh, bioweapons. And yeah. so how can we call them liars when we just got got nailed for that? Yeah, look, I don't uh, I obviously don't condone anything Putin is doing. But for, you know, for people to start anytime you hear the word Russian disinformation, have we not learned enough over the last couple of years? A couple of phony Russian hoaxes, a couple of phony uh, uh, impeachments with, with Trump, you know, Russian disinformation. This is such lame warfare on the part of the Democrats, right? I mean, they, they, that's just the, that's just the stupid throwaway line they throw out there for the pablum drinking, uh, you know, soy milk loving people that are just take spoon fed news by the mainstream news during every day and they can't be bothered to actually dive deep and find out what's actually happening. That's why we exist, Dave. Give people the news. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> now, of course, we want it. We're all concerned about the, the, uh, these quote unquote bio, biological, uh, you know, research facilities falling into Russian hands, of course. But so the question is that we needed to follow up with. Why do these exist? What yeah. is actually being researched there? Yeah. Uh, what is the apparatus to control anything bad coming out of this place? Yeah. And, you know, uh, and, you know, uh, and, and the answer is no to all those things. No by the way, those. Tucker, yeah. Tucker Carl- it's funny you just actually those were great questions, Dave. And, and Tucker Carlson had exactly those questions the day after Victoria Newlander was up on this, uh, not the stand, but up at the Senate. <laughs> For those right. hearings. And, you know, of course, he's asked them rhetorically on his show and they're not going to get answered. No. Right. They're, they're, just, they're not going to get answered. Lost in the wind. Uh, but, you know, I can smell another state of emergency coming with a new virus.
virus, something escaped out of the Ukraine. We don't know what it is. We have to lock down. We got to get masks made in China. We got to keep before, six feet apart. Yeah. We got to stay in little yeah. circles, Dave. Just before the November election, so they can have more of those drop uh, drop off ballot boxes exactly. all over the country that they can cheat with. And so, what, what's their their grand plan? What is the the Democrats' grand plan for all this? Oh, last night they passed a one point five trillion dollar omnibus, <laughs> yeah. w- complete nonsense, which yeah. is just a, a made up slush fund for all their yeah. two hundred million dollars for gender equity and equality action funds, fifty million for the Women's Leadership Fund. Uh, we're already thirty trillion dollars in debt, people. Yeah. Um, and this is going to pass because and it how many pass. was it? Fi- it did pass. So 15 billion to Ukraine for who knows yeah. who's that going to get and yeah. how much to the southern wall? No, to, zero. To, to, zero. One point five trillion dollars, Dave, in discretionary spending. This is not entitlement. This one point five trillion right. in discretionary, which is about a, which is about a quarter of our discretionary budget. 2300 page bill passed at two o'clock in the morning nobody read it no nope. nobody saw it no. they've and even the scarier part is a lot of republicans voted for it and i yeah. that that for me is a, a, a very telling time we we collectively as part of the MAGA movement we cannot support we cannot support those types of republicans Dave. No. those types of gop people we cannot support them um horrendous what happened now of course both houses have passed it of course biden will sign it and as you said 15 billion uh to uh fund a border wall a fund border uh, defense in the ukraine and send our customs and border patrol officials to that border to help defend it with a big goose egg zero for the southern border of mexico (laughs) uh as we're taking our people off that border and then as you know of course more and more fentanyl laced uh you know coke is coming across the border and killing west point uh graduates which is another story that happened in florida sadly over the weekend i did hear about that that is sad um the other person i really want to bring to uh, everyone's attention we have not i don't believe we've mentioned her on our show yet uh you U.S. Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm. Mm. She's another dunderhead. I wouldn't let uh, park oh. a, a, a Frisbee in the closet. Totally. Yeah. Uh, what a fool. Uh, so she is another one of these psychotic uh, green at any cost people. Yeah. And it's not just her. It's the it's the uh, this push toward, quote unquote, uh, you know, green energy, green, uh, only green energy. So so yeah. what does that mean? Let's get right. Let's get right down to it. It means solar. Yeah. And wind. Yeah. Okay. And they want to, they want completely all, every combustible uh, car engine done for good. And that is one of the big reasons that's led to yeah. this Ukraine situation. Yeah. Let me, let me expand just very quickly. I know we're running short on time, Dave, today, but I do want to expand on the energy piece for a second. They don't just want solar and wind to eliminate petroleum and oil and, and the energy uh, uh, complex from what is primarily uh, Republican states, Oklahoma, North Dakota, you know, et cetera, around the country. They want it so that they can, can control you. It is all about control. The whole thing is about control. What do I mean by that? Well, if they can get, let's just think about it. Let's say that 100% of U.S. citizens tomorrow, Dave, converted to electric cars. Everybody had a Tesla. As of tomorrow, no more oil and gas cars. Well, guess where we all get our power from? Okay. Public utilities. How are public utilities regulated and controlled? Usually by the state. PUCs, public utility commissions. They are regulated as a monopoly or a duopoly at best. And they set prices. They charge you. They charge you what they want, when they want. There's no discovery. There's no free market pricing. Unlike the energy complex, Dave, it has nothing to do with carbon credits and all that Mm -hmm. bullshit. It has everything to do with control. And people need to understand that. It has everything to do with controlling your life. And the other big point of this, they want, they're psychotic about getting everybody into an EV, electronic vehicle. Okay, guess what? 
these environmental wackos have no idea because they just think magically you just plug in the, the cord into the wall and we magically get power. Okay. Right. Right. Cause they got, they got a maturity level of a 12 year old. Right. Hey, we need to make the materials needed for the, especially the batteries. You need an immense amount. We've talked about this. Yeah. Rare earth materials, lithium, right. cobalt, graphite, yeah. nickel, manganese, yeah. and aluminum. Yeah. The price of nickel alone has like tripled. In they the, shut down, year. they shut down the nickel trade this week, Dave, on the London Mercantile Exchange. Right. It went up 10,000% in one day. And that this is 2022. Wait till we actually start actually making a lot of EV cars. A 1,000 pound EV battery typically also contains 30 pounds of cobalt. Yeah. And and the places you get this stuff, this this blew my mind. I read this whole thing. Africa. It says 50 percent of the world's cobalt is comes from one place. Yeah. The Democratic Republic of Congo. Congo, Africa. Yeah. This is a place where yeah. child labor is very common. Some yeah. as young as four years old. But but that's okay because yeah. we can, we we can have all these uh, uh, lefties in Beverly Hills driving around in their Teslas. They're happy with that. Yeah, there's a, but there's seriously, a, this yeah. is incredibly harmful yeah. to these struggling third world countries, Bolivia, yeah. Argentina as well. Yeah, where where you know the average, you think the average uh, family of ten out there is yeah. going to benefit at all from this? No, they don't care. Dave, you you I think you know this. The, the, the China, the, P, the People's Republic of China, the Chinese Communist Party, and the PLA has been buying up. All of the African nations, all of the Caribbean nations, all of the South American nations for one reason and one reason only, rare earth minerals and energy. That's it. They need to control that stuff because once you control that, you control everything. And the problem, Frank, is we're playing right into their hands with this ridiculous push toward EVs, even though we still have plenty of oil for decades to come. So this rush towards oblivion, I think it is. And 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 ultimately, yeah, it's for power and control uh, and just uh, telling uh, us because we're just children. They they know what's best for us. And the libtards, as you know, Dave, you often, uh, you know, drew this lesson for me in the early days. It's all, it all comes down to guilt for these libtards in the United States. They feel guilty. Oh, I feel so bad. I'm driving a gas guzzling truck. I, I shouldn't be driving a gas guzzling truck. If I just plug it into the wall, I'll feel so much better about myself. You know what? 50% of the power, guess where 50% of the electricity comes from in the United States? Coal. Coal. We love coal. our coal. Carbon, carbon, carbon. So guess what? Doofus, libtard, soy milk, drinking latte lovers every second time you're plugging in you're plugging into electricity fueled by carbon dave i think we've got uh i think we rounded up for the week right that's good for right now i think that's good i think that's good folks don't forget to check us out on your favorite podcast platform of choice apple google spotify pandora and podbean we love podbean and a little update dave on social media we are now on truth social so trump's new platform truth social which from what i understand has got like millions of people waiting to get on the platform uh they're metering people on basically fairly uh well as quickly as they can just so they don't crash the system so we now have our at rant and rave handle on truth social so please check us out there as well as getter gab and mewi we love all of those sites dave we'll see you down the road on the right side